0: About how uh these west coast football players and this is the a tweet thread i saw uh it was like uh west coast football players play for fun southern football players play for life and that was the exact personification Brother, of what happened last night in that
1: um game this is what this the more i the more i think about this game this is the the more like co- the college football landscape just I was uh, I was upset because one there was no SEC representation, and you know how I feel about the SEC when it comes to college football. I mean, it's just, uh, yes, I do. They they are numero uno. The Big Ten is number two, and when I think of the Big Ten, I think of two and a half teams. Well, the old Big Ten, not this new iteration of the Big Ten. The old Big Ten was two and a half teams. It was Michigan and Ohio State, and then maybe the half just came from good players on teams like Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, some of these other schools okay. were like.
0: No There's Penn State love.
1: Career. Yeah, Penn State's in that half too. Okay. Penn State's in that half. Actually, three and a half. I would consider Penn State in there because they usually put out okay. some good NFL talent.
0: Okay.
1: So about three and a half schools, and I'm like, okay, well, it's the SEC. It's three and a half schools in the in the big in the Big Ten, and then maybe maybe one or two schools in the Big Twelve. Outside of that, especially when it comes to like the trenches, I don't know, man. I don't yeah, know man. some of these other schools are are where. The NFL is telling us uh, there's a few schools where they know they produce linemen, and it's a premium position in the NFL. So,
0: oh, I'm with you. I, it's your your team is as only good as as your line.
1: Mm-hmm. So, the no one can I only would, do so much. So, when I got the matchup of Michigan versus Washington, yes, I was hoping Washington won because I'm not going to acknowledge a Michigan national championship, but. I knew what was going on. I knew what was going on. Because the same thing would have happened. Imagine if they would have played Bama. Oh, Washington? Yeah, it it wouldn't have been much different. It wouldn't have been much different. different. They may have have had one or two more opportunities in the game with the ball because Alabama center does not know how to snap a football correctly, um, which is coincidentally enough, he just transferred, and I believe he transferred to Ohio State. So good luck to that brother. But listen – the SEC, the Big Ten, they are the two classes when it comes to college football. And I think – I go back and look at national championships. The SEC has won how many of the last 20 national championships for a good reason?
0: Was it 14,
1: 15? Yeah. Clemson's 14, dead last 20. You could probably name the non-SEC champions quicker than you can name all the SEC champions. Since Clemson,
0: Michigan. Oh, since 2000, Texas. SC –
1: Ohio State, Michigan.
0: Ohio State, Michigan. SC, because Matt Liner got one. Mm-hmm. Texas, that was Vince Young, the greatest game mm-hmm. ever played. Clemson, we said Clemson. Shit, that's all I got. Florida State. Florida Michigan. State, Jameis.
1: Yeah, Yep. that's it. That's it. Outside of that, it's been nothing but Southeastern Conference football teams winning national championships. With 12 teams, I don't know if this is going to change much. It's no. not.
0: It's not. The twelve teams, don't think twelve teams, you're gonna get your liberty, your two lane, whatever non-power five or power four now, whoever the darling is, and it's just a way to sneak Notre Dame in.
1: I think I think if you're uh an SEC school. You should be excited because, you know, there's likely if you're if you make it to the SC championship, you should know that you're going to be in if you make the ben T- Big Ten championship. You should know you're going to be in. Correct. And I just feel like the rest of the the rest of those teams will just fall in. But I'll yep. say this. They are national champions. So congratulations to Michigan on winning the national championship. And that is about it. You'll get for me. that is, that is about all you'll get from me. Are, are you
0: trying to say that they're going to learn the difference between reloading and rebuilding?
1: I think next year when Michigan has to start 22 new starters across offense and defense and potentially having a rookie head coach, if Jim Harbaugh decides to leave, they're going to find out what hell really looks like because Ohio State is quickly going to quickly rise right back to the top. But they got their national championship, though. That's all that matters. Now,
0: that's why you play the game.
1: Now, Michigan fans, this is where your fandom really comes into fruition, and we find out who the real Michigan Michigan fans were and who were who are a little bit entitled over the last few years. Jim Harbaugh and that and that staff have been building and plotting to win this national championship at least for the last ten years. At least for the last ten years, they've been working their roster, a lot of wins, a lot of adversity to win this national championship. There's no get like this was an old team that won a national championship yes so now next year y'all think y'all are gonna do like the georgia thing where you can just like return all these new players and y'all are going to be dominant. it's different I'm
0: telling you rebuilding versus reloading
1: what do you think they're in
0: oh they're going definitely to to in a rebuild not at all this you're you're about to see the difference between George and Bama in Michigan next year, right George and Bama are always in the conversation. Michigan has to work its way into the conversation
1: here here's my next question for you um do you do you think with Michigan winning this national championship do you think that puts pressure on Ryan Day do you think- oh
0: hell yeah absolutely when the Ops win, yeah dog, that puts a lot of pressure on Ryan Day. Absolutely. I saw some people
1: saying that if Michigan won this national championship, that warrants more reason for Ryan Day to be fired this offseason.
0: Yeah. I can listen. Nothing's worse than seeing your enemy win. What's, what's better in your eyes, watching Green Bay win or the Bears lose?
1: Green Bay winning.
0: It's not even close. Because let me tell you something the joy I get watching the Cowboys lose in high leverage situations may feel a little bit, or at least the same as watching the Eagles win.
1: Yo, I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned the NFC East. I saw a tweet earlier that's from last year that said Dak Prescott is nothing more than a 27 touchdown, 15 interception machine. And somebody quoted that and said, life comes at you fast with a screenshot of Jalen hurts season from this year. That includes. I believe 27 touchdowns and 15 interceptions this year.
0: Has it been 15 or is it total turnovers? Because he has a fumbling problem. He doesn't have interception. Some of those interceptions, like the one in the Seattle game, was just a great play by the safety. The one in the Giants game Sunday, another great play. How many picks does he have? Has it been 15? Yeah. One Let's a game see. sounded.
1: Yeah. One a game Let's sound see. right. Let's see. Oh man. Let's see. So actually. I gave him four touchdowns. Jalen Hurts this year finished with 3,858 yards, 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. That's crazy. 60 QBR.
0: Which is crazy. He's still graded top 10 by PFF. He was still the top 10 quarterback by PFF standards.
1: Yo, I want everyone to know, I don't, listen, PFF is some bullshit. There
0: are times where PFF, I'm like,
1: oh, No, PFF is some bullshit. P- when I found out Chris Collinsworth and them made PFF hilarious. and that's the only thing they'd be using on NBC, NBC, hilarious. I said, okay, y'all, are, I see what y'all are I, telling me. Y'all are just telling me these are Chris, Col- Chris Collinsworth and them stats. Pretty much. And you got to pay for them. That. So
0: my question is, who would you take over Jalen? And I guess that'll kind of give me Pat, Josh, Joe, Lamar, Dak. Uh, I w- some people say Herbert. I would not. I think Jalen's running ability. I would take. Jalen over Justin. um Who else am I missing?
1: You not gonna throw in Jay Love in
0: there? I, I'll put no, not yet. I ain't gonna put Jay Love. This is this is year one for Jay
1: Love. I mean, brother, look at the look at the look at the season. I mean, though. but look at the
0: opponents. What more do you look need? at the opponents? He
1: had the same amount of game. He had the same amount of games this year as. As now read. read, read now read me, me who the pack. Who, read
0: me who the Packers played. Read me that schedule.
1: Oh my gosh, bro! Okay,
0: the Eagles were six and two. That's I know the back. Eagles are ass, and we'll talk about it in a second. They're six and two against playoff teams,
1: brother. And y'all was winning a lot of them games by three to seven oh. points. Let's not act like hey, y'all was handling. A win is a them.
0: win. Who, 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 who do you play,
1: Jeff? We can see Packers played. Packers played uh, Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit, Vegas, Denver, Minnesota twice, the Rams, Pittsburgh, L.A., Detroit again, Kansas City, the Giants, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Chicago.
0: And I'm supposed to be like Jordan Love is better after hearing that schedule?
1: You played the Panthers. Brother, first off, we played who was in front of us, just like y'all played who was in front of y'all, and there are some common opponents there that are playoff teams. We both beat Kansas yep. City. Right? We both beat – did y'all beat Minnesota this year? Yes.
0: Here, here's the Eagle schedule. New England, Minnesota, Tampa, Washington, Rams, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Commanders again, Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle, New York twice, and Arizona. Come on, dog. What are we talking about?
1: What ta- I, I don't know where we're talking swap, about. I, I you know you what? Get,
0: swap out take out San Francisco and Buffalo and put in Carolina and the Raiders. Let's see what Jalen's stats look like then.
1: Y'all lost to the Cardinals. That's true. With a lead. That's true. Y'all lost to the Giants. That's true. Hey, I'm not I'm not That's saying true. they're what are we talking I'm not about saying you? they're
0: a good team. I'm just saying Jalen's numbers look a lot better if he played the same schedule as Jordan. Not to disrespect Jordan, because Jordan is good.
1: Like Jordan. Y'all played the, but y'all played the Giants. And the commanders twice.
0: You played Minnesota without Kirk Cousins and Jettas.
1: And, and you. Yeah. <laughs> and? And? Don't and? Get out of my face. Y'all played, played Tyrod Taylor in them. Y'all played Tyrod. This is hilarious because let me read you Jordan Love's stuff. Yeah, read me Jordan Love. 4,159 passing yep. yards. Thirty-two touchdowns, yep. eleven interceptions, sixty-two QBR.
0: I think we're not accounting for Jalen's rushing, rushing touchdowns. Yeah, right, bro. All right. That's why I would take. I'm not saying Jordan is bad. Like Jordan is good, but let's see what Jordan does on Saturday. I've seen Jalen play great in the high with the stakes on the line. I don't know what Jordan going to do. He might go on Dallas, piss on himself. <sighs>
1: That's that. This is this is. This is this is real hate. This is not Does hate. Y'all start off this I don't season? I don't hate on my y'all fellow brothers. No, that's not hate. You're you're talking about that schedule of y'all's, but y'all start off the season 10 and, ten and whatever, and barely winning games. Six. But
0: a win is a win. So if you are going to Dallas and win by two on Saturday, you're gonna be like, We're well, doing only one by two. No, you're gonna be like, No, we won. So when
1: I'm saying that we so when I was saying that we were either barely beating or barely losing the teams. You're saying, oh, well, well, It don't really matter. But when it comes to the Eagles, hey man, hey, you gotta what? play. Who's in when,
0: front you. when have I ever what? said that a win doesn't matter? When have I ever looked you in the face and said a Packers win doesn't matter? You are just
1: you literally. Your argument right now is, yo, if we played who y'all played, I mean, I love, I love all, to see you all, that's though. all I'm yo, saying. Y'all played the Commanders. Y'all, play played the the y'all played the Commanders so and the Giants. Play. Play. You
0: played the You played the NFC South. You played, played the NFC South. The Patriots had a top-10 defense in the first half of the league.
1: And barely beat them in week one to start the season. Patriots
0: had a top-10 defense. Okay. Dog, no. Nah, you played the NFC. You know what? Who? Who's the division you play next year? Because the Eagles play the NFC South next year.
1: I think we play the NFC West next. Okay,
0: year. come holler at me when Jordan Love had them say numbers after playing the NFC West. We'll see, and I hope he, I hope he excels because I like Jordan Love. But you out here talking like the schedule didn't help inflate them numbers. We'll see. He won't play the best defense in the league on Saturday.
1: So a schedule full of nothing but professional football. Oh, teams. that's what we doing. Is, is it, that's what we doing because. Hey every team's got nothing, every everybody okay. on these NFL teams get paid to play. Okay.
0: We are going we gonna, we going to put a pin in that. We're going to put a pin in that cuz you're going to come on some bullshit.
1: Real schedule. Listen, you play who's on your schedule? Right, and gonna, this is the NFL. going to put a pin. The not for long. League, Kyle, any given week
0: Jamie, Jeff, put a pin in this. We all hear what this man saying right now. Akili, I know you wandering somewhere in the dark in here too. Put a pin in this. Cause he gonna come with some bullshit real
1: soon yeah here we, here we go ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 128 of speak on it of course you already know when you see the fro you already know that could only be the bro that came here to speak and speak on it Samo los demix as always joined here by the smoothest bald head on the east coast danny ocean my brother how are you doing i will say before we really get started. There's a monsoon happening outside. So if
0: the I've already lost power once. So if it happens again and it just goes,
1: "Well, it's, it's come it's coming to the East Coast because we're supposed to get some inclement weather really? this weekend." Yeah, like it's yeah. been
0: they let us out of work 2 hours early today.
1: It's Listen, you know what's funny? And I'm not going to really reveal my employer. If you know my employer, you know, but they they started a new policy where they want people working on office working in office 4 days a week versus 3 days a week like they previously had it for the last 3 mm-hmm. years and this week was the first week that they really started mm-hmm. that and i think with this inclement weather they're already going to tell people yo 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 uh this thursday maybe even tomorrow we're going to just close the campus good so that's how do, it should be if you want to stay home if you want to stay home you could be so Here's my thing, and and bef- I think we I want to talk about this before we get into the NFL. Let's let's talk about employers and wanting to have people work in yes. office. Do you? Th- I'm finding a lot of employers are saying it's because they want people working, you know, in office because they work better together. Do you think that is a load of yes?
0: BS? That is the biggest load of horseshit. If I can do my job from home effectively, why I got to be around other people?
1: What do you really think the issue is, or what what they're trying to solve? Because I don't, I, I'm with you. I don't think this has a lot to do with um, b- better efficiency working. Together. It
0: these companies have signed these leases to these buildings, and they're not paying rent for an empty building.
1: That that's that, all. 000, that's yeah. it.
0: We're not paying rent yeah. on an empty building.
1: And I think for the longest, they were like. You know, when business is good, they're like, hey, we don't mind. But as soon as as soon as it gets close to the red line or they start even even close to the break even line, they start saying some, you know what? (laughs) Something's got to change here. Let's just bring them back and see if that if that makes people more effective.
0: And you and you have supervisors who don't know how to handle people without being on top of them. You, everyone has had that manager Ooh. that just got to walk. You're,
1: as someone who has worked with like people managers before, can you speak a little bit more to that? Because I don't think a lot of people really know what you're talking about. Oh,
0: the, the helicopter manager, the manager who proves their value by harassing you. Like We all had that manager. They They want to touch in or we're just walking around. Everyone has had that manager who doesn't add anything to the team, but their value is in. You know the look right what's that tick tock if you want to look busy at work just walk around fast like just
1: walk like you do you do that do you do that at your job no company? i
0: don't do that dog i'm 225 pounds i can't walk fast i go as as quickly as i need to go
1: so you never if you never like on like you maybe maybe got a few things to do at work but you know if you do it too fast you'll be very bored and then so you're just like all right what could I do for like 30 minutes and just so I'll go, go to the bathroom walking. and take
0: a dump or I'll go walk around somewhere. I'll walk, but I walk very slowly. Let's get a
1: yo, let's get a let's get a quick list going of like things to do when you don't want to oh, do all your yeah. work at one time. Pull out a pen at work. Go to the bathroom. So I'm starting with go to the bathroom.
0: Go get water.
1: Walking around.
0: Walk around. Go what talk to said, someone. What, you know what you could wait, what do? What did you say? Go get water.
1: Go get oh, go, go get, get water. water, walk around, walk free. around. If you
0: if you have one of those terrible managers that want to check in, go check in with them. Go walk into their office. Cause you know what that manager's doing? Nothing. Go talk to them. There's someone on another. Oh, you know what I used to do? My tried and true? Go kick it with IT. IT usually is the coolest team in the whole building. Go kick it with IT. Mm-hmm. Go act like you got a problem. Go to IT and ask them about the new iOS update and what they think. Go to IT and ask about the new iPhone or the new Android. Go to IT and ask some random question, dog. That's forty-five minutes off jump. That's and life. speaking
1: of IT, I want to shout out my man Rick because Rick, I used to be at that IT desk mad often, even when I didn't need anything, just because I just just didn't want to be yep. there. And we waste just some wanted time.
0: to kick it. Uh, for those who are on the audio adventure, Jamie says Mac on female coworkers. No, do not get a sexual harassment case because you cannot yeah. come back from that
1: yeah jamie listen that's one of the things you should never do is go back on female co-workers matter of fact let them come back on you and then you, you, you just you you let them come back on you and then you talk about nothing but like work stuff or like what you're doing in your personal time that's real innocent like weekend plans like i'm gonna watch some sports this weekend that way if they if they try to come at you or try to go to hr you can be like no 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 i told you i went i was Going to watch the Packers this weekend. Not trying to pack your ass this weekend.
0: Whoa! (laughs) You know what's funny about all this?
1: What? I married my wife.
0: We met at work.
1: Oh, back at the spot.
0: Now, before that spot, we first met. We were temps together, and I was like, "Damn, she's fine." But I, but I didn't want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't trying to lose. I couldn't go home and tell my parents I lost my job talking to some girl. But it worked out.
1: Listen, there have been, in my time, I have worked with a few co-workers where I'm like, man, you are something serious. And every time, every time, I, I tell them, even if we've gotten to a place where maybe we start hanging out extracurricularly outside of work, I usually tell them, listen, I don't like to shit where I eat. Amen. I'm going to be honest with you. I am very scared to even be here with you. I don't even know how long this is going to work out. Because if it comes down to losing my job or losing this woman, you know which one I'm gonna choose. Oh, I'll always pick. I'm gonna lose place. this. I'm gonna lose this woman fast, real quick. Because you can Cause... find another job, and when you find another job, oh, we can get it on. We can get on and pop.
0: Wait, 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 wait. You mean you can find another woman, not another
1: job, right? No, no, no. You said because... you're gonna
0: lose the woman, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You lose the woman until she finds another job somewhere else. Oh, you, you find? Get... Okay, understood. Correct. Yeah. That is the yeah. right answer.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Jamie said, I have babies with my co-workers. Plural?
1: This brother is starving. <laughs> this brother was starving. This no. brother said, nah. <laughs> this, brother, this brother in between some work meetings said, nah. You, your next meeting, gynecologist. OBGYN. My
0: man said, we was conceiving near the hand dryer in oh, the
1: bathroom. Brother, they, they, they went <laughs> for one lunch break and did not come back.
0: <laughs> Whoa. First of all, Jamie, where do you work? Secondly, again co-workers as in plural
1: bam first yo what's wrong with bam i need to know what's wrong with bam
0: i don't know What do you for say? those like on the, the, the audio
1: adventure bam said i let the female co-workers hit on me then i report them to hr like charleston white okay okay yo bam. did you see
0: that clip of charleston and Brittany runner
1: charleston white looked like the victim. <laughs> he looked like the victim He looked like the victim.
0: <laughs> okay, Jamie said two babies, one co-worker. Okay. Woo! <laughs> that would have been
1: an interesting baby shower. You wait, you took her time. out of work for six total cumulative months because <laughs> your ass wanted to put a baby in her? Oh, I know that CEO tight. Her manager tight as hell. That that brother tight as hell. Her manager tight as hell. Like, God damn it, man. She Yo, pregnant again? You know you know, in your mind, I know, I know ma- people managers or like managers when like – because I feel like every team that mm, how do I say this? Because I gotta be politically correct. Every listen, I feel like every man there's a manager that's like, "Damn, you pregnant again? Can y'all just uh, oh? Can y'all pause oh. on it? Because you, you know you can't tell somebody stop having babies. You just gotta look at them like
0: so. Here's here's the thing though, right? If that happens, so you, that's probably like a two year window where that person's gonna be in and out of the lineup. But once they back. Like, unless it's, like, most people stop at two, maybe three. But once she come back after two, oh, we plug and play.
1: What do you mean, plug and play? Like,
0: this is going way off topic. But, you know, she has a baby. She's on maternity leave. She comes back. Back a few months. She gets pregnant again. She goes out on maternity leave again. When she comes back from that second maternity leave, she's probably not going to get pregnant again ever. And if she does, she's probably going to wait a while. I mean, some people want a bunch of kids. Maybe, maybe she gets pregnant a third time. So you, you must know parents
1: then who've had multiple kids. Yeah, okay. I'm in that age group. Well, yes, because my mom had me, then my sister like two and a half years later, and then they didn't have my baby brother until twelve years later. Yeah,
0: that's how it used to be. Now, but now people seem to be having kids. Like there are some people who have kids like back to back. Like I just want to change diapers in this three year window, and that's it. What I'm saying is if you have someone like that once they get back from maternity to leave that second time they probably going to be there for a while.
1: That's what you say until maybe like 9 10 11 12 months down the road they they meet you hey so they went on one vacation to Europe came back they was extra joyous came back 3 months later and said hey knock knock hey big dog let me tell you something remember that trip to Greece? Oh we was it was greasy
0: oh i would say congratulations i always wanted to go to greece but the flights are so long
1: i'm going to greece in may actually shut for up a wedding yeah that's dope can you let me know how it is because i'd love to it should be nice i'd
0: love yep, to. Go to greece. flying
1: from portland to new york staying in new york for about a weekend then that following okay. uh that sunday night flying uh to greece we're going to be in peros then mykonos and then athens
0: so what new york to greece
1: is what 18 hours no it's probably like uh six seven eight that's it yeah oh they're only like six hours ahead no layovers uh no from there's flights that take you from jfk to athens jfk is like one of the you know one of the Yeah, it's true yeah so
0: maybe it's where i'm you can fly from jfk flight- to
1: london jfk to paris you can yeah so
0: we looked into flying to Paris. yeah
1: we're flying into uh athens spending some time No, we're flying into peros No, we're flying to athens taking a ferry to peros being in peros about a week then going to mykonos for a few days then going to um athens to finish it out so should be a good time Kyle, good.
0: please don't name your kid yannis uh yeah. first i well, don't first, know off, if a white first
1: off kyle congratulations on uh congratulations um i would say kyle and i don't know man i'll say it a white Giannis. Thank, thank you kyle, <laughs> thank you kyle you're gonna have that you're gonna have that gentleman i can't even call my brother you're gonna have that gentleman getting some interesting looks for the rest of his life and i know you're canadian, you canadian know, y'all canadians are nice but they're black folks in canadians yeah in canada in canada too um danny that's like a that's like a white jerome i'm sorry that's like, listen. One of my homeboys, and this isn't sports related, but after this we'll jump to the NFL. One of my homeboys sent me this TikTok that said, um, "If if you're uh, if you're a white guy and you want to pick up girls more, get corn rolls because a white guy with corn rolls." And do not do. And that. I sent this back to my do man, that. and I and I the, uh, my reply to my man was simply, "I think I might cut my hair because of this video."
0: Oh, my God. That might be the worst device I've ever heard.
1: He started laughing. Please don't get it. He started laughing was like, bro, these are the white dudes I be having to face, and these are the white dudes. He said, these are the white dudes that are the reason why I don't like to go in the office, and I just started laughing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, let's hop into the NFL. Speaking of white and black dudes, let's hop into the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of transition? I'm sorry. Because I believe one of our last episodes before the break was the all-white versus all black team. It was I had one of my co- I had one of my co-workers ask me yesterday who do he th- like we discussed the all-white versus all black team, and I just got to hysterically laughing because he was like, Hey, he said, he said, we're winning on defensive and offensive linemen. I said, Here's the thing, y'all may have the standouts, but like we got depth. So we'll just yeah. have really, really good players that we can sub in and out. So I said, I don't so know, man. Gonna-
0: TJ Watt having TJ Watt isn't
1: a- <sighs> We will have depth. We may not have the standouts, but we will have depth. We still got what's his name, Trent. Miles, Garrett. Tackle. We Trent. Miles yeah, Garrett. We got Trent. Yeah, we got Miles Garrett. Like we got some, we got some depth, and we got some players too. So then I said, "So what are y'all going to do when we're able to hold up on, on in the trenches?" And now y'all just got to try to cover skill position players. He said, "Yeah, we'll have Chris McCaffrey at running back," and that's when I started. I mean, he said, "We'll have Chris McCaffrey at cornerback," and that's when I started hysterically at laughing. Corner. Cause he knew, cause he knew, cause cause that's what that's what him kind con- of that was him basically conceding the argument. He knew. Yeah, nah. We're treating, yeah, treating
0: Christian McCaffrey like Travis Hunter. He gonna be oh, yeah, a running back yeah, and a boy. corner.
1: Yeah, nah. Uh Jamie said, "Don't forget about the all Asian team." No, put them with the whites. See what still happens to them. Speaking the <laughs> <bro. laughs> week eighteen, it was the NFL regular season wrap up, ladies and gentlemen. Danny, uh, let's go around the league for a few topics and let's see what what stood mm-hmm. out. Let's start with the Rams. Is yep. Puka Nakua the greatest white man out of BYU?
0: He is close, but there are two in front of him. I actually did research on the best white athletes from BYU. Two in front of him. Steve Young is in front of Puka. Hey. And, J- and, and Jimmer Fredette. down there with the Mormons. Yeah, Steve was down there. And Jimmer Fredette. Mm. Did you know Danny Ainge went to BYU? I wanted to put Taysom Hill in front of Puka. Puka is not white. Yes, he is. Um.
1: As Will, Compton, <laughs> as Will Compton said, if you can't say the hard ER, you know what team you're playing for.
0: Dog, all right, this is getting way off track, but oh, I would say man. Steve Young and Jimmer Fredette with Danny Ainge bringing up the rear.
1: Okay, well, Puka Nakua, top five white or non-black player, athlete to come out of BYU, not bad. All in all, Puka Nakua want to extend the most sincere congratulations on really the greatest rookie receiving season we've ever seen. Shout out to all you folks out there that were able to snag Puka on your rookie teams. And going forward, hey. Puka will definitely be like a late first or an early second round pick in a lot of redraft leagues, I feel like.
0: Hey, I picked Puka up in one league and I won that league.
1: See, I picked up Puka. In, ugh, I don't want to talk about that league. Um, Here we go. To Atlanta. Uh, Arthur Smith upset at the wrong person after the Saints lost. Um, he must have known he was going to get fired before the end of this game, the way it ended. Danny, what do you say to that?
0: If he if he knew he was going to get fired, he should have just punched Dennis Allen in the face mm. or go wall, roll up on Jameis and punch him. That Jameis interview after the game was the best thing. in the Shout out Jameis for holding down.
1: He let me you know, yo, DA had nothing to do with this. The Eleven men on the field were on the field at the one yard line and said, "No, we want to score. Fuck these guys. We want to."
0: Which is funny because that is more of an indictment on Dennis Allen than if Dennis Allen had called
1: the run himself. Why do you say that? That's interesting.
0: That's an interesting take. Because if De- yeah, so Dennis Allen told them victory formation, let's close it out. His backup quarterback said, "Nah, fuck that. We're gonna run the ball. They're like that's a com- that is a direct." Like You're going against that's disobedient. I, I have to push back because
1: a, I think you could still respect Dennis Allen, the coach, but be a player that says, hey, end of the season, we got a guy, Jamal Williams, a guy who led the league in touchdowns last year but has been in and yeah. out of the lineup this year with injuries. He wants to score, if not his first touchdown, maybe his second touchdown of the season. He's We're at the one-yard line. We don't know what type of incentives if, that means. Listen. Hand this ball. I would off say y'all can't stop him from the one. Then does it really matter? Well, they were
0: in victory formation. Like that, no one was trying. Like that's the thing. So you're in victory formation. They snap the ball. Your offensive lineman fires off the ball. Like what if someone got hurt? The like, game was one. I don't care. I think I think if you have a chance to embarrass your rival, you embarrass them. I don't care about
1: that. It's just funny. Listen, Arthur Smith. Here's my thing. One, you had. St- 59 and a half minutes to go win this game yourself. Y'all didn't. Two, you have spent a lot of this year, Arthur Smith, basically telling reporters and a lot of folks in the media that they don't know football and that you do. You are now on your third consecutive 7-9 season, including two first-round picks where you took Drake London and Bijan Robinson in the first round. And Kyle Pitts. And Kyle Pitts. Excuse me. Um, You had 17 games to win the 9 to 10 games, you couldn't win eight.
0: And also, this is what really got him fired. Bijan Robinson I read only had two carries within the 5-yard line this entire
1: season. Get him out of here. What are we Get out. What of are here. we talking about here? Listen, get out. If you're Atlanta, do you think yep. do you think you lean into an offensive-minded head coach or defensive-minded head coach?
0: I mean, everything's fine in Atlanta, except they don't have a quarterback. Like, that's it. We're going to talk later about the jobs that are most intriguing. The Falcons have everything but a quarterback. I don't care who the coach is. Find a quarterback. And he's in Chicago right
1: now. I know Matt Eberflus? Oh, you're talking about the quarterback. No, Justin Fields. So I have a different take. I know a lot of the fantasy community says that an offensive-minded head coach should go to Atlanta. I actually disagree. I think a defensive-minded head coach should be the one to take over because if you take a defensive-minded head coach and allow them to really take over the defensive side of the ball and then you just bring in a up-and-coming, young, offensive-minded coordinator to really run the offense like a head coach and use the offense as like a head coaching opportunity, make them like associate head coach, Bring in a veteran defensive line defensive line, bring in a veteran defensive minded head coach, make the offense young offensive coordinator associate head coach. And then you have sort of like a younger but better Ron Rivera Eric Bienemy situation, where then you allow that head coach to really develop this young talent. Because then if the young talent develops and they start performing, then not only are you winning football games, the offense looks like it should, it should look. Then you do this for one to three years. You're going to be one of the top head coaching candidates. You don't need to be an offensive minded head coach to develop young offensive talents. I think it's as an organization, you win more games. You you're, in more competitive games, if your defense is better than your offense or if you're leading with defense first. So, like Kyle said, D'Amico Ryan's just proved you don't need to be an offensive-minded head coach to develop a, a, a young QB, but you do need a good defensive system to be able to keep you in games.
0: So you're saying go get Raheem o, Raheem, or Leslie Frazier and get, whoever in is A president next- that's
1: respected, a voice that's respected, a Leslie Frazier, someone who, who the defensive side of the ball – because you, you, when you're working with that much youth, yes, there's some, there's some real weeks where you guys are going to excel. But there are some weeks where you're going to look like the Packers did for that stretch where we were losing a lot of games. We didn't look like a real NFL offense because you're working with a lot of young 21, 22, 23-year-olds. You need that veteran leadership, either both on the offensive defensive staff and coach, I mean, and rosters, to kind of pull and galvanize these young guys and just help teach them how to be pros. So I think like a Leslie Frazier, a Raheem Mostert, um a Rex Ryan even sort of I think that'd be good.
0: Oh, Lee has passed Rex Ryan by. He's talked too much smack on ESPN To come back to the NFL.
1: Listen, Atlanta Atlanta Falcons, y'all better call John Gruden.
0: Atlanta Falcons, go get Justin Fields.
1: That's I, it. I'm saying but I'm saying y'all better call John Gruden to be your offensive coordinator. The
0: the the number of black people per capita in Atlanta might Turn John Gruden into a full-blown grand wizard.
1: I'm telling you, I think John Gruden developing Justin Fields, ooh, that could give that can give John Gruden enough time as a coordinator if he has the humility still to kind of build his name back up there. Then let's just say the Raiders go out and, and re- and bring back Antonio Pierce, or they manage to go get like a Jim Harbaugh. Let's just say they they don't they don't work out in those first three years. If John Gruden's still over there. Offensively coaching the Falcons and they're having success, that's an easy way to go, go get your job back. John Gruden wants to coach the Raiders again. He loves coaching the Raiders. That's why I keep bringing I, John. I, John I, Gruden I bet, to the Raiders, the Raiders love John Gruden too. The Raiders love John Gruden. Um, Danny, continuing in the NFL. Of course, you know where we're going to start in the NFC lease. Danny, take it away. The Eagles losing to the Giants for the first time in how many years?
0: I think like 2 or 3. I don't know, man. Just get the season over with. What is going on? I'm tired. Listen.
1: Y'all beat I'm the tired. y'all beat the y'all got y'all's revenge against the Chiefs and since then it has been nothing but nasty
0: business. It, it's gone downhill since the Bills game. It's gone downhill since the overtime went against the Bills. I don't know, man. You text me Sunday, and you're like, what does Nick Sirianni do? I was like, dog, if I knew I would tell you, I have no idea what Nick Sirianni does. The offense sucks. You put Matt Patricia in charge of the defense. What did I say? Last show, they had just lost to Seattle. What did I say the next show?
1: I see... I'm, I'm, I'm. I think you said something along the lines of if McCall is calling your defensive plays, you are already in the gutter because wh- what is he gonna do?
0: I said, I said, Drew Locke led a 92 yard touchdown drive to win the game. Them boys are cooked and they've been cooked ever since. Yeah.
1: Y'all have lost a few games this season that I hit you up and I'm just like, I didn't watch that game because I thought y'all had that one in the bag and y'all lost. The Giants game was yeah, like, it's the Giants game was the one this year. I look up, Y'all down like 28-0. And I said, there's no way this score is real.
0: Dog. Like, when, when AJ, fed, when he went out with his knee, I was like, turn it off. I thought AJ blew his knee. That meant life turf almost claimed. And it might have because we don't know if AJ playing on Sunday. I mean, Monday night. And it, now I got to stay up and watch another Monday night game. I'm tired, man. Are you? I'm exhausted.
1: So, are you ready? Okay. So, here's, here's my question. When y'all won all them games in a row to start the season. Yep. Did you have worries that this team might be fraudulent?
0: No, I I took that it. winning close games to me is a sign that you are a good team and you can fight adversity. Some people may say you get lucky and maybe that's the case. I think the thing this team changed the moment they decided to make Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator. Cause you think that's what, what has Matt Patricia? Yeah. So they lost to San Francisco. They lost to Dallas. And then that week, Sirianni's like, oh, we're going to make Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator. And it's like, what? And the defense just got exponentially worse. Which is hard because they were 22 in DVOA. And now they're like 29th in DVOA.
1: (sighs) Where do I start?
0: The pass rush is ineffective. Yeah, Hassan Reddick is dropping in coverage. Like, What's
1: happening? Here's what I say when I watch this year's version of the Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why when you get to the Super Bowl, it is so heartbreaking when you lose it because you're never guaranteed to be that team again. Never. Brother, what I'm witnessing from the Philadelphia Eagles, the first thing that comes to mind is y'all should have gave Shane Steichen a check and just told him, put a number on it, and we'll figure it out. Put a number. Cause Nick, Sirianni's he took the whole offense, offense. Is out him. Yo, there are folks out here saying Nick Sirianni runs a high school offense. There are folks out here. He does. Saying he dead ass does. There are folks out here saying that Nick Sirianni's play calling and offense is very predictable, and it's even been more predictable since Christian McCaffrey got on national television with Peyton and Eli Cut. and called a play out verbatim.
0: It's funny because Nick Sirianni still doesn't know how to handle the blitz. There's still I have yet to see Jalen throw a hot route in the past two and a half years it's insane like the giants marty had his players six people on the line of scrimmage and nick was like all right well let's just call a seven step drop and throw a goal ball like dog what what are we doing here nick now let me be clear i'm not on the fire nick train sure but i understand nah i'm not Here's, you can't fire your head coach every three years doug lasted three years fired nick If Nick gets fired this year, that's three years. That's not the level of consistency. I would say Nick has earned the right to go into this offseason and pick an offensive coordinator that is not related to his offense at all. Give them the off. If he's going to be the CEO, he's going to be Mike Tomlin. and He needs to be Mike Tomlin. Give the offense to somebody else. Hire a competent defensive coordinator. And he just needs to run the team. He needs to worry about vibes. That's all Nick needs to worry about and creating a competitive environment.
1: What do you think? Like, if
0: you, want to, if you want to be the CEO head coach, then be the CEO head coach. What
1: do you say to the people who say that Nick Sirianni's best coaching days ended when he cried on camera at the Super Bowl? Uh,
0: I just think that's the way to make fun of him because people don't like him, which I get. People want to punch him in the face. Everyone knows a guy that looks like Nick Sirianni up north, and, and everyone that looks like Nick Sirianni is an asshole.
1: I get it. Who do the Bucs end up playing next week after they beat the Eagles?
0: They would go to San Francisco, I
1: believe. No, I'm. I'm... No, because the Packers are going to win.
0: Oh, okay. So then they will go to Detroit.
1: Okay. Okay. You don't. But if the
0: Eagles win, the Eagles will go to San Francisco. Which again, why? What are we doing here? But man? again,
1: that wouldn't happen if the Packers win.
0: Because the Packers are the sixth seed, right? Seven seed. Oh, let me tell you something, brother. If you do this, like if y'all win and the Eagles win and then the Eagles get to go to Detroit, we might be cooking. We might be cooking.
1: I don't know, man, because if y'all go to Detroit and let Jared Goff get y'all out of here, I think I might laugh for 30 days and 30 nights. I'll take it. Listen, man, Speaking
0: of, I, need, I need y'all to do me a solid.
1: Listen, I'm going to let everyone know. Do you remember
0: my Super Bowl pick from earlier this year? It was Cowboys Ravens.
1: I did not anticipate the Cowboys would play the Packers on the road to the Super Bowl. My heart is torn because I really want my Super Bowl prediction to be right. But I can't root against I can't root against the pack.
0: Wait, Kyle said, Oh, okay. So Kyle thinks the Rams are going to go into Detroit and win. And if the Eagles win, so Kyle saying all the lower seeds are going to win this weekend. All the road teams gonna win this weekend, Kyle. Is that what you're telling me? Hell no,
1: hell. No. Kyle said. Kyle said this. This is a weekend for road warriors. Hell no. I could see the Rams beating the, the the Lions in Detroit because that team has more playoff experience, and I could definitely see the Lions pissing pissing on themselves in the playoffs. That's hate. That's truth. But let's talk about these Packers, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A year ago, the Green Bay Packers at home played the Detroit Lions. All they had to do was win, and they were in with the greatest quarterback of all time leading them. And we lost. Yep. And you lost. The last game of Aaron oh. Rodgers' career. And as you walked off the state, as you walked off Lambeau Field, you saw him throw the wave with Randall Cobb. He had his arm around my boy Cobby. And you just knew that was the last game Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers would ever play in the Green Bay Packers uniform, and we were right. It was the last game he ever played in the Green Bay Packers uniform, but it gave Jordan Love the keys to the motherfucking Ferrari, the keys to the castle. Aaron Rodgers went to New York to play for the Jets. He played four snaps. Jordan Love talk to has been the starting quarterback for the last four to five months of the Green Bay Packers, ladies and gentlemen we start he started off his career beating chicago in chicago keeping the streak alive then over the next about 5 to 6 weeks you found out really how young this team was they went through some ups they went through some downs they they lost some winnable games they won they they may they may have won one or two games where they probably shouldn't have won but they managed they 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 were in all these games they just they just were too young to just really know how to win football games then thanksgiving happened and then guess what they got it they started figuring out how to win. Jordan Love, you just saw the evolution. You saw a franchise quarterback graduate from the Sam Darnold school of mediocrity to the young promising Patrick Mahomes school of this guy, that boy flanging that thing. Cuz that's what they say now when they when when you watch Jordan Love play, you just boy boy slinging that football, boy. I hope he does it
0: Saturday night. Well yeah the Sunday afternoon.
1: So then you see Jordan Love and the Packers, they start winning some games. They start they beat the they they beat they 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 beat the Lions, they beat the Chiefs, they beat the other they they get on a little run and now you're saying ooh watch out this team may be whew, they may be they may be dangerous. They may be dangerous. They lost they lost a few. And then they started when when the season counted, when it got down to that win and end situation, they beat the Panthers. Then they went on the road and beat the Vikings. Then at home against their arch rival, the Bears, versus a quarterback who's trying to play for his job next year. A coaching staff that's trying to play for their job next year. A roster full of unproven talent trying to play for their jobs next year, knowing this team had the number one overall pick. At home, same situation as the year before. Win versus a division opponent, and you're in the fucking playoffs. And guess what Jordan Love did that my goat could not do? He won the damn game. He put the team on his back and said, no, no. We going to the playoffs. Hey, The Packers went on to handle the Chicago Bears. And because the Rams beat the 49ers this weekend, your Green Bay Packers are the seventh seed, and they are headed to Dallas to play the Cowboys Sunday afternoon. Danny, do the Packers have a shot?
0: I mean, they have a shot, right? We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. But, man, I think we've seen what Dallas looks like on the road compared to what they look like at home. That place is going to be rocking. It's going to – like the Packers have to score early. They have to – it has to be like into the first quarter if it's 7-7, 7-10. I think we have a shot. Usually, you know, the Cowboys like to come out and just overwhelm people at home, a pick six, block punt, or, you know – Some quick scores. Like, if it's a close game after the first quarter, 100. Is Christian Watson playing? I think he's looking to play this game. Listen, man. And it's Stephon Gilmore. He is hurt, correct? I I know he got hurt. I don't know his status
1: I don't know his status yet. yet. I'll look into that.
0: Like, if it's just Deron Bland and somebody else on the other side, 100%. How's your your O-line?
1: I think they're really good at at pass blocking. I think as of late we've had Aaron Jones. He's been toting it. Offensive line's actually been playing better because Aaron Jones. I think three weeks in a row. You could over, run on the Cowboys. Three weeks in a row, uh, Aaron Jones has went over a hundred yards. Um, obviously, you know, with the way Jordan Love's been playing this year, you can tell our our, our line's been holding up well in pass protection. So. Pass protecting wise, I'm not afraid. I think um, you know. Obviously, they got some. Well, good, I mean, but you can run. They got some good running. Yeah, the they average. got some. They got some. They got some good pass rushers. So I think this would be the game to really get Aaron Jones going. And Aaron Jones loves playing the Cowboys. He has some of his better games against the Cowboys. Um, yeah. I think all of us remember that uh, that one game where he gave the defender the bye bye as he went into the end zone. Aaron Jones loves playing the pack, uh, the Cowboys. And I think if there was a game to really let Aaron Jones get his game off. This would be that game. Let me tell you something. Matt LaFleur, if you just happen to be listening to this brother, I'm predicting something. This D-Mistradamas, real quick. Oh, not D We ain't seen this man in a minute. Matt LaFleur, great head coach. You've been nothing, you have really impressed me over your tenure so far. Let me tell you what you're going to do, Matt LaFleur. You're going to win this coin toss on Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Don't defer. Don't defer. Take the ball. Go score. Let them know early. We came to play. Yeah, We came to play. We ain't playing with y'all. Go. Nope. When you win this coin toss on Sunday, receive the ball. Elect to receive the ball. Go score a touchdown and let Dallas know we did not come to play because I'm going to tell you how this game is going to go. It's going to be a 35-30 shootout.
0: Yes, it's gonna be you're gonna beat the if you win if you beat the cowboys, you would beat the cowboys the same way the Cardinals beat the Eagles. Same game plan.
1: What was that game plan?
0: It was just James Conner. It was just dog, it was just power. We pull in, we pull in guards, we pull in centers, we put tight ends in the backfield, treat them like fullbacks,
1: and we just gonna run. Hey. The thing is, with this offense and these pass catchers. Come down and try to play, like, if, if we really get the run game going and and Christian Watson's playing and we have our full selection of young wide receivers, listen, it might be a problem to cover.
0: This is what I'm also yeah, interested it-
1: in Green Bay's future, right? It's clear Green Bay is – they're very, very, very good at finding talent and developing talent. I'm curious to you know as this, as this wide receiver room continues to get better – how do they manage to keep all these pieces between the Christian Watsons, Romeo Dubs, Dontavius Wicks, Bo Melton's, you got Jaden Reed. Um, you don't? What do you mean? You can't keep all those people. I you can't pay all those I know, So I am know. Work- and Jordan. Jordan about to get an extension. Jordan's going to get a good piece of We gave him some money last, uh, I think, coming into the season, uh, or even last season when we officially kind of named the starter. I think we reworked some of his contract to give him like maybe a one or two year extension so we may have him for another year before we have to pay him but i i feel like after this year they're probably gonna you know
0: yeah lock that lock
1: up. that up so if i'm the packers do you look to move christian watson potentially while he still has some value knowing his health injury or would you try to move a romeo dubs
0: who's gonna get paid first who's up to get paid romeo first? dubs
1: and christian watson are in drafting the same draft
0: okay who do you prefer
1: Christian Watson's probably the more dynamic, big play receiver. Romeo dubs is probably the more consistent receiver because he's more healthy.
0: Oh, Kyle says you got two more years to figure it out. We
1: do have two more years, but I, I'm saying Kyle, in about two years, we're going to be looking at this green Bay, green Bay, a wide receiver room saying, yo, I think this may be the best wide receiver room in the league.
0: That'd be impressive.
1: Jamie says get rid of dubs. He's not anything specific. See, that's the thing though. He's consistent. Uh, well, uh, consistent his production, I should say. Consistent his production. I'm of the mindset, I would try to trade Christian Watson while you try to still have some value. It's me though.
0: Danny. I just hope you win.
1: Um, listen, I'm going with the pack, but if the if the, if the cowboys lose, I mean if the cowboys win. Listen, I'm gonna say this. I think coming to the season, a lot of Green Bay Packers fans, the one thing that we wanted to make sure was is Jordan Love the guy? We found out that he is, and then some I think since we found that out, just being here in the playoffs, that is what obviously I think that's way above where we wanted to be. So now I just think we're at a point now, if you're a Packers fan, I just you're you're probably like me. You're just like, hey, well, if we're here, we're here for a reason. Let's just let's try to go fucking win this thing. That's where I'm at.
0: Do you know what's going to happen? And this is going to hold on. Let me pull this up because I want to make sure I'm talking and saying the right thing. Where's this playoff bracket? So there's going right to be. You know, I got it here. It is. You know what's going to happen? The Rams are going to win, and the Eagles are going to win, and that means the Eagles are going to have to go to Dallas next week, and I am going to lose my mind.
1: Let's go. A Cowboys-Eagles divisional game.
0: I am going to lose baby. my mind.
1: Whoa, baby. let we're, we're here. We're here. We're here on the wild card weekend. So you got you got Philly. You got Dallas. You got. I don't know if uh, I got
0: Philly. I'll say this betting wise. Last time I checked, the Eagles are three point favorites over the Tampa Bay. Take your paycheck. Take the points. I don't know why Eagles are favorites in anything, as you were saying.
1: If I'm a betting man, whatever the uh, Baker Mayfield passing yard line is, take over. The over.
0: Take, take the over. over. I don't care if it's 500. Take the, take over. the over. yeah. Whatever the over. Mike Evans receiving yards are, take the over. No, Darius Slay is back. Whatever Chris is get, Whoever Bradbury is going to be on, it's probably going to be Godwin. Take the over. Just take the over.
1: And anytime. Slower. Here's what I'm going to say here's what i'm gonna say for the nfc i like the rams danny i'm sorry i like the bucks okay
0: that's the eagles have done nothing to help make you believe that they would I like the rams
1: i like the bucks and i'm not gonna bet against i'm not gonna bet against the squad so of course i'm gonna go with green bay and i'm gonna but i won't be surprised if dallas wins
0: I want to pick Green Bay, but I'm going to pick Dallas. I'm going to take Philadelphia because I'm a moron. And I am going to take the Lions. Okay. I'm going to regret it because they're the Lions. Here's what I'm going to say
1: about the Lions. The Lions were trying to win that. The Lions were actually trying in the second half of that game last week versus the Vikings. And the Vikings were still keeping the Vikings with Nick Mullins still threw for over like. Three or four hundred yards. So yeah,
0: you're right. Let me take the Rams. The Rams have been here before.
1: Nah, take the Lions. Stay, nah, stay with you. nah, take you Lions. Right. you're right. Nah, you right. Nah,
0: stay with the Lions. Stay nah, with the right. Lions. So I'm taking Dallas, win. Philadelphia, and, and the
1: Rams. I'm taking the Rams, Tampa Bay, and of course the other Green Bay. Bay, Green Bay. All right. In the AFC. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you asked me three, four weeks ago if the Dolphins were gonna find a way to um, lose the AFC East, I would have told you no way. Nonetheless, here we are. They definitely (laughs) lost to AFCE. So now we have Steelers versus Bills, Browns versus Texans, and Dolphins versus Chiefs in the Tyreek Hill Invitational. Danny, I think (laughs) both of us are taking the Browns to beat the Texans. Yep. Steelers-Bills, who you got?
0: I got the Bills because TJ Watt is out. You think Mason Rudolph? I know the Josh Allen experience is a heart attack every week. If Josh Allen finds a way to lose to Mason Rudolph and the Steelers without TJ Watt, we're going to have a serious conversation next week. Serious. A dead-ass conversation.
1: I think the Steelers are going to find a way to shut down the run and try to make Josh Allen have to – make the Bills, make Josh Allen have to beat them with hero ball. And I think they're going to play sound enough defense under Mike Tomlin because they are so well coached. I'm going to take the Steelers in this game. Uh, I like that this. happens. I, I like this in a, like, 19 to 16 type game. If you,
0: Because um, last year they lost to the Bengals at home. If you lose to the Steelers at home,
1: who oh buddy. Steelers aren't afraid to play in the cold. Defense travels. Oh, I know. I I'm
0: just saying last year they lost to the Bengals at home
1: as favorites. I think the Steelers are going to. I think the Steelers are going to coach to play the run and play the run first because that's what um, the Bills have been trying to do since Joe Brady took over. And I think it's going to force Josh Allen to make some real hero ball-like moments. And I think the, uh, the, the Steelers on defense are good enough to capitalize. And I see the Steelers winning this game. I like the Browns as well. Okay, Dolphins and Chiefs. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to take the Chiefs in this game because it is cold in Kansas City and I yep. think the Chiefs are going to run 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 the football and I think with all the injuries Miami has and the fact that Miami does not is not a team that's built to play in the cold this game will probably be 13 to 7 Chiefs but it will be 13 of the hardest earned points because it won't it will I feel like the Dolphins are going to be winning this game 7-0 for most of it. And the Chiefs are going to score uh they're going to score late in the in the third and they're going to kick a couple field goals and that'll be the game. Um I too
0: am picking the Chiefs. It is 80 degrees in Miami right now, and it's going to be in the negatives wind chill wise Saturday night. Nope, 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 nope. I am taking the Chiefs.
1: So here's my problem with that, Kyle. Yes, Miami can run the ball, but Kansas City can too. And I think if 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 you make Miami one dimensional enough in inclement weather and they and like you have a good feeling that they're not gonna be able to throw the football even with Cheetah on the field.
0: Here's what's Miami's records record against playoff teams this year? It's abysmal. It's not they're, good. It's it's the playoffs.
1: It's not good. Um yeah, I like the Chiefs in a 13-7 type game. Uh we got Baltimore and San Fran are our number 1 seed, so we'll see who they play next week. I like Baltimore to play um I like Baltimore to play the Steelers next week in a Steelers-Raven rematch.
0: Mm, that would um, be fun.
1: And then I like the Browns to travel to uh Kansas City next week so I see the Chiefs and Browns a divisional matchup, and the Ravens Steelers divisional matchup. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if this match if these matchups come to fruition next week, y'all might be surprised at who I picked. But let's get through the wild card weekend first, and then my early predictions for uh, divisional matchups in the NFC will be San Fran versus Green Bay, and. Um, Tampa Bay, Tampa. Hosting, Tampa Bay hosting the Rams. Yes. Hell, that's hilarious. because I'm going to tell y'all like this. Never mind. Again, that'll be another one where y'all might be surprised at who I pick. Uh, Danny, it's not also- Baker
0: Mayfield in the NFC championship game.
1: Listen. It's also NFL Black Monday. It was it was NFL Black Monday yesterday,
0: which is low key kind of racist. Keep going.
1: It's very racist, but we'll we're, NFL. We're gonna speak on that. We're gonna bring Dr. Umar up here to really speak on it. Um, well, hell, we not. <laughs> so here are some of the open jobs right now. So we got the Titans as of earlier today, the Commanders, <laughs> the Falcons, yep. the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Panthers what do you think is the most intriguing job right now
0: so i actually rank them so for me the hardest thing to do in the nfl is to find a quarterback so to me the most intriguing job by far is the chargers job you have the quarterback he is locked up you got nothing to worry about on that front hardest thing is to find a quarterback for me the second one is the commanders you got the number two overall pick you're gonna have caleb williams you're gonna have drake may if you really want one, you go to Chicago. You probably you're gonna to have to give up a lot, but you're not gonna to have to give up too much to get the number one number one overall pick to get your guy. Falcons, you got everything but a QB. You got everything but the QB. Uh Raiders, you have some building blocks. They're older, but you got something. You got something. And then I put the Titans and the Panthers on the same tier because who buddy that you need a lot of patience if you're a Panthers or a Titans fan
1: I think the most intriguing job right now is the commanders and the Titans I think with the, really the, with the commanders you have a lot of money in free agency new ownership yep. um probably like new GM ship and you have the number two overall pick. so really you can take this franchise in whatever direction you want to take it as soon as you're hired the yep. Titans I I say that because defensively they're tough they're rugged you have some good young pieces on the offensive end including Will Levis, Tajay Spears Um, I think with their draft pick you'll probably be in a position where you can go get maybe like a Romo Doomsday or maybe a Malik Napers mix them with Will Will Levis we've seen been able to play the position at a decent enough level maybe you get one more year with him to kind of help determine maybe if he's the future maybe if you might need to look at getting someone like a Shador Sanders next year I think Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you have D hops, you at least have like a, even if you draft a really, really young receiver, you have a veteran presence in the locker room that can help guide them in being a pro. So I could definitely see that. Um, after that, I would, I would lean into the Falcons and the Raiders and the Panthers. I kind of have them on that secondary tier of intriguing, uh, Falcons and Panthers, both. Um, I think the Panthers have, you know, while they have issues And holes at a lot of positions. I don't think quarterback is one of them. I think Bryce Young can get him there. You just got to start building around him. And if you bring in the right staff, you can really start developing him young. And I think with the Falcons, you're in a position where maybe you look to trade your first round pick Maybe you go get a Justin Fields and see if you know if if that can be it. Or maybe you you look around the league and say, hey, you know, who could we maybe maybe we go get a Russell Wilson as a veteran yeah. QB just to bridge the gap until maybe a next year where we maybe look like to go get a, like a Shador Sanders or someone like that. Um, so I could definitely see some interest there. And then um the Raiders. You have Aiden O'Connell who who over you know since he's been the start over the back half of the season through for a little over 2000 yards, maybe 12 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's got some, he's had some games where you, you see it there. I think he plays the position well enough. Obviously you got to, you know, you got a good offensive line. You got a good defense or defensive line. I should say you got a young running back in Zemir white. You got Josh Jacobs. You got Devonte Adams. There's some pieces on this offense in, in Las Vegas, and there's a culture there. So I think if you're Antonio Pierce, if you're Jim Harbaugh, potentially, or anyone who gets that job, there's some pieces you can work with. And I think there's a culture in Las Vegas within the Raiders franchise that if if you really fit it, I, I think you can be competitive, if not next year, the year after and soon after. I actually think the Chargers is the least intriguing job because that is why is that because it is the most win now uh, role yeah. out of all of them. So taking this job means that if you're not in the playoffs this year or next year. You're probably looking to get fired in that span too. I don't really see a lot of intrigue there. Yeah, you have Justin Herbert, but you have a roster full of old guys. You've I mean, you got a roster full of. I mean, you just if you're yeah, the, you if you win the head co- if you become the head coach of the of the Chargers, you're in, you're basically inheriting the Golden State Warriors just without a, cha- a championship history. Um, so you're inheriting a lot of old guys, a good young QB, and now you got to kind of figure out how to manage this roster with the cap. Um, I don't I don't know how in- real intriguing that is to me. I got you. So, any more on the way? Um, Bill, I wrote that down. Bill, time to go. Bill. It might be, it might be, brother. I'm waiting on the surprise firing.
0: I was going. So that was my next question for you, because I I think we both know we have a feeling. Do you think the Eagles fired Nick Sirianni if they lose to Tampa Bay Monday night? Do they fire Nick Sirianni? No. No. Okay. So in your mind, who's the surprise firing?
1: Um man. Matt Eberflus? Uh,
0: really? You don't think they would have done it by now? I feel like a surprise firing is gonna to have to come from a playoff team because but but what are you waiting for? But
1: who would be the who would be the I guess who would be this that? Year. It'd be Sirianni. I don't think I don't, it'd be
0: Sirianni. No, but if anyone, fire. you can't
1: fire someone a year after they 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 make it. I
0: agree. I am with you. I'm not. I'm I not on the fire that Nick Sirianni train. train. I'm saying out of all the coaches in the playoffs right now, who is most like Mike McCarthy? Jerry Jones didn't give him a stamp of approval. He said, "We'll see what happens."
1: Maybe someone like Pete in Seattle. Maybe someone like um...
0: <laughs> I think I think Seattle would give Pete the respect to walk away. I don't think they'd fire him. But then again, like, like, yeah. Yeah, McDermott, Kyle. That's a good one. But you know what? Ever since McDermott has embraced 9-11, he undefeated.
1: In my 9-11. Listen, Sean McDermott, next time you want to make a 9-11 reference, just know Rick Ross got a song. Use that.
0: Dog, that was the funniest story of the
1: year. Uh, Let's get to some of our NFL awards. Uh, Let's do it. Let's start with Coach of the Year.
0: Um... D'Amico Ryans, but I understand if someone said Kevin Stefanski.
1: I'm going to actually go with Kevin Stefanski. Uh, okay. I think when you when you lose your QB1 and your QB2 and you have to bring in Joe Flacco and you still manage to win 11 games, that's impressive. And you lose Nick Chubb. And you lose Nick Chubb, a big part of your offense. That's really impressive shout-out uh, coach uh, Stefanski, I think. Yep. Rookie of the year, CJ Straub.
0: No question over I here. Think, no pushback.
1: I think he is the odds-on favorite. He will win it. Defensive player of the year, Miles Garrett. This is your year, brother.
0: Really? Because I said TJ Watt.
1: Why TJ Watt? TJ Watt had 19 sacks this year. Have you seen Miles Garrett play football?
0: 100% seen Miles
1: Garrett play. So football. is defensive player of the year just the sack leader award?
0: Uh, it is when you're leading by as many sacks as TJ Watt. Hold on. Let me see how many. I looked this up earlier because Miles Garrett has like fourteen. Yeah, TJ Watt has a whole sack and a half over the rest of the league. That's impressive.
1: You know, listen, uh, Miles Garrett.
0: Like, <laughs> like Miles Garrett isn't even top five in sacks. But I understand it's it's more than sacks. But well, that is usually the they gave the it to Aaron Donald a few measuring. years, and I
1: know he wasn't leading the league in sacks. Well, he's Aaron.
0: He, he led for sacks and defensive for defensive tackles.
1: Okay. True. True. Uh, Offensive player of the year. Tyreek. I think it will be Christian McCaffrey. Actually. I think Tyreek kind of fell off the last couple. Okay.
0: Of I yeah. had uh, yeah. no pushback from me.
1: Yeah. Tyreek kind of fell off the last couple weeks of the season. I don't really like the Niners, but I think when you score a touchdown in what? 15, 16 straight games. Um,
0: yeah, no argument here.
1: Um, MVP, you're not going. This is go ahead.
0: This is very. It's Lamar. What are we talking about here?
1: I agree. It should be Lamar MVP, but for the sake of this conversation, Dak Prescott. Come on, dog. All right. I, I, I've
0: seen. I've seen this argument bubbling the past couple of weeks. Dak Prescott.
1: All right. I say, right. listen. I, I listen. Dak has been nothing short of amazing this year. I think this is probably one hundred percent his best season as a pro. And shout out to him for coming back stronger this year after last year. So much scrutiny. I think you know what he does in the playoffs will. I think will will, will go a long way. But that, you know, I, I would give it to Lamar. Best record in uh, you know, for best record in the league. Number one overall seed. Plenty of good wins on calendar, but I would make the argument for Dak just in the sake. Of-
0: my my question would be for Dak, and I know this doesn't count right because we talk about the Heisman. was like, oh, what's their Heisman moment? Like for me, Lamar's is walking into San Francisco on Christmas Day and beating the piss out of him. Mm-hmm. like what national team. I mean, what? Yeah, so what? I mean, Dak has the blowout against the Eagles at home. The thing about Dak is, I think what just dis, not discredits him. What takes away from him is. That defense or special teams, like they seem to score a touchdown, especially in the beginning of the year. Like Dak would hit the field up seven, seven nothing because he already, yeah, his defense spots him seven and it's just cruise control.
1: Well, hey, we can't, that's not his fault. It's yeah. not
0: his fault that he has a great defense because Lamar has a great defense too.
1: Yeah. So, what's the difference between your defense getting a turnover and scoring before you touch the ball and your defense getting a quick three and out and you touching the ball and you going up seven off of the offense? That's the yeah, difference I, between Dak I, and Lamar.
0: Yeah, but Lamar's... And there were some games
1: where Lamar started off 7-0, too. So.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think one thing about Dallas is, especially at home, is their thing is we come out swinging and we overwhelm you and win, and that's mostly the defense.
1: Hey, that's what happens when you're a good team.
0: Hey, I'm not... not if Dak won, I would understand, but I feel like this is Lamar's award to lose.
1: Um... All right, let's get into some quick hitter stuff, and we'll just we'll just incorporate a number of things in this one. Number. Of All things. right, let's do it. Uh, staying in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers said they need to get rid of distractions going into next year. Is this the pot calling the kettle black? Big deal or no deal?
0: Massive deal. You know, and I'll say this really quickly. D, I don't know. I know how old you are. There was a time in this country when stupid people used to say stuff and we would say, Hey dog, you're stupid. And that stupid person either read a book or they shut up. And now we live in a world where stupid people take pride in being stupid by calling themselves free thinkers, bring bullying back, bring bullying back and make these p- people feel wrong for being stupid. So you, Stop making stupid people feel Aaron like they're is the distraction. Yes. Aaron Rodgers is the what's the Garfield meme or what's the SpongeBob meme? Spider-Man, he has the walkie man. looking for the Spider-Man, all the memes where someone's talking about themselves. It's Aaron Rodgers. Like even today on McAfee, he was wilding.
1: About Jimmy Kimmel, right?
0: Yeah, he was like, Well, I didn't say Jimmy Kimmel was a pedophile. Dog, yes, you did. We heard you.
1: That's my goat, and I will not go against him. Aaron Rodgers, all I'm gonna say is sometimes we have to look inward. <laughs> before we look outward uh um, bring back bullying nfl top uh, top five in terms of draft is uh the bears the commanders the patriots the cardinals the chargers where do you think caleb williams goes
0: caleb williams welcome to chocolate city you and jordan pool gonna be running through some things here in dc
1: caleb williams that's all i'm gonna say when you you go you and a few of my partners are gonna be dabbling in the same swimming pool. so i'm gonna hear about you so i'm saying up in dc um all right, shift into the NBA. Some funny stuff. First off, we want to send our biggest prayers up to Ja Morant uh, after that injury. Yeah, that, that sucks. Injury. Man. Just come back. They were really hooping when he was back. Um, got hurt in practice, so prayers up uh, to Ja.
0: He's done for the year, right? He tore his labor.
1: Tore his He's out for the year. Which I was like, damn. damn. I was like, damn. The year just started. And I remember. No, it's January. The year just started for him. So for him.
0: Yeah. Damn. But they're beating the Mavericks right now.
1: Crazy. Oh really?
0: Yeah, they're up three against the Mavericks Man, right now. That's
1: the game plan behind me. Uh Draymond Green and Adam Silver were were in were meeting together and openly crying because Draymond Green wanted to retire after the most recent suspension. Danny, big deal or no deal?
0: Massive deal. Draymond, stop punching your coworkers. That's all Adam's asking you. That's it. Just stop punching people. You
1: listen, I think we all got that family member that's just dramatic for no reason, like like even when they tell you stories you just be like all right dog some of is did, exaggerated. Draymond Green. did that- you
0: hear the did you hear the story about his daughter how he sat in his man cave for three days and no one knew he was home but his wife did you hear that story
1: tell me that story so he
0: got on his podcast and he was he essentially said like after the suspension he was so down he went into his man cave and he sat there for three days and didn't leave uh, his wife knew he was home, but none of his kids did. So his daughter FaceTimes him, recognizes that he's in his man cave and walks in there to say hi to her father. And what's the point of that story?
1: Draymond, this is what I'm saying. I think Danny said this a little bit earlier. Adam Silver is not asking you to solve the race race relations issue. He's not asking you to separate, I mean, to bridge the gap between Democrats and Republicans. He's not asking you to figure out universal health care in this country. He's simply asking that when you show up to play basketball, we don't try to box each other. That's it. That's all. Adam Silver is saying his version in the NBA: there will be no malice in this palace.
0: He just said, "Hey, man, stop punching and kicking people." That's it. That's something you tell a kindergartner on the way to school. Hey, let's try not to bite somebody. Imagine,
1: could you imagine what Draymond said to Adam Silver, like? to bring up retirement like how did how does retirement get brought in Draymond listen, let me tell you we can't keep doing this I think this time we're gonna have to sit you down for for a while unless you kind of just figure this out because we just can't have this can't have this and Draymond, do you think Draymond was like but I it, I'll retire let me
0: tell you something and he said that I'm sure Adam had to play it off but internally Adam was like perfect
1: Get out. Yo, every old head across the nation basically was saying the same thing about Draymond Green after that for after the suspension got uh after the suspension got announced. Ain't no way they bring him back, man. And then you ask the old head, well, why do you think that? She a motherfucker like me had it been a motherfucker <laughs> like me and Draymond tried that shit with me. I'ma let Adam Silver know I'm gonna fuck him up. Every old head across America was saying that I'm gonna let Adam Silver every know I'm gonna old- fuck him up.
0: Which is funny because every old head across America wants basketball to come back from the eighties. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly and every time Draymond I'm like, all raised. right. So
1: what you're telling me is is that you would respond to his clear physical aggression in your place of business and work with more physical aggression, resulting in correct even more physical violence. And they like, you think I'm gonna let a motherfucker just punch me? And I'm like, okay, well,
0: that's what you want. And right. while we're here about that, I know we have to keep moving. There are a bunch of old heads that think hand checking would have stopped lebron and y'all are high as hell y'all are on coke
1: i hope them are not the same old heads that are on social media telling drewski hey my brother i don't like that my <laughs> guy, my, yo, my he got the q's like
0: in the chokehold yo
1: but he was so right yo them cute Q- listen and it, it be- man steve Kerr told clay thompson to enjoy sunshine while it can because brother you are not him anymore. <laughs> Big deal or no deal. Steve
0: Steve Kerr having a lot of real conversations right now. And I wish we could get the audio. A hey, clay, this is the downturn of your career, man. Enjoy it because you might not have a spot on his team next year. Listen. That's what he really wanted to say.
1: This is all Steve Kerr is telling me with some of these quotes is this dude was really teammates with Michael Jordan. Yes. He was really teammates coming out because He's bringing some of that real authentic '90s honesty into 2023 basketball, and if you understand exactly what he's saying, this isn't a hurtful quote. But if you are a little bit sensitive and coddled, like some of these newer age athletes, this quote stings. And Steve Kerr, low key, probably told him, "I'm gonna try to trade you." Probably
0: start looking at homes in Orlando.
1: Get some Disney ears. They got some. They, hey, they got a good team over there. Um, listen, it's getting cold. So that can only mean one thing. It's time for the LeBron and the Lakers to trade everybody. Tale as old as time. Losers of four of their last five. They won their last game against the Clippers. Danny, do you think the Lakers will make a move for Zach Levine?
0: They have to. They absolutely. Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind and they still suck. How much more Anthony Davis of this version of Anthony Davis do you have do what you have to do with put the best team around him on LeBron?
1: I don't think they make the move for Zach Levine. I do think they potentially look to get more depth. I think that's where they're kind of missing. Listen, LeBron and AD are doing their thing. Austin Reeves is providing yep. them that solid third scoring option. I think after that, it just gets real shaky. The Lakers formula to win is defense, points in the paint, and timely three-point shooting. We are not the Golden State Warriors when it comes to having these type of shooters, but we need guys on the roster that can make threes when they need to make threes. Um, Yo, um, Giannis was, was, after their most recent loss, was basically saying that everybody needs to be better. Everybody from the players, the coaching staff, the equipment guys, to the, you know, everybody needs to do better. What the hell is he talking about exactly?
0: Where was his energy when you needed your brother to go get you the game ball? Oh, brother.
1: <laughs> First off, I really can't believe – Yo, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, the Bucks have not beaten the Pacers since that game, and they lost the season series to the Bucs like one to four. So out of the five games the Bucs and the Pacers played, the Bucs won one, So, which makes that whole ball thing even funnier because you really did this for that one game that y'all lost. I mean, y'all won.
0: Where are you, Dame? Where are you?
1: Listen, all I'm saying is if I'm if I'm the Bucks right now, I am I'm just looking at Drew Holiday cooking over there on the Celtics saying, "Damn, we could have we could have sent them Chris Middleton." We could have yep. sent them Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton don't know what to do out there, brother. Um listen, the Rock versus Roman Reigns. The Rock said he might be getting food at the head of the table. Is this a big deal or no deal?
0: Massive. This is the biggest deal of the rest of wrestling this year. If that happens, that means Roman's going to drop the belt at the Rumble.
1: I think the opposite. I think if it happens, Roman will not drop the belt because that belt is so prestigious now that it, how could you give it to The Rock and expect The Rock to to really defend it like a champion? Roman's at least around That's- long enough. That you know That's he'll be saying. around to defend it.
0: That's what I'm saying. If if Roman has the belt, then he's going to win WrestleMania, and we all know it. If he drops it at the Rumble, then there's
1: a there's a chance. But he would
0: that this is the end of the bloodline. But he
1: wouldn't. No, because they're not giving it to Randy Orton, AJ Styles, or LA Knight.
0: I think they'd give it to well, yeah. So here's the only problem with that is because Cody needs to win in at WrestleMania, right? Cody needs to finish the story. Cody's
1: finishing the story, but his his story don't have a belts, his story never had a belts name. Brother just wanted to win a championship. Cody will be taking on CM Punk and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania and probably one of the best triple threat matches we've seen since last year's Wrestle WrestleMania triple threat.
0: Now sign me up for that because yeah, when you put it like that, I don't, I don't. Well, then no, Roman will not drop it. But he needs to win clean at the Rumble because I don't think he has a clean title defense yet. He will,
1: he he will, because I think he's, it, you know, he's going to. That's why they got L A Knight. L A Knight's getting pinned. L A Knight will be the one. Yes,
0: L A Knight's the guy getting pinned. L A Knight's one hundred percent. And I
1: could definitely see uh A J Styles accidentally costing Randy Orton the belt, which leads to them feuding at WrestleMania which then will have Roman pinning L.A. Knight facing The Rock at WrestleMania, winning, winning that match, which then I have CM Punk, and, um, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes being the last two members in the ring for the Royal Rumble and having like a 05 John Cena moment where they will both fall over at the same time and they okay. will both be deemed winners. And Seth will say... Psst. I'll take you both.
0: Let me ask you a question. What's that? This happens, right? Roman beats Rock at WrestleMania to retain the title. Who on the roster has the credibility then to pin him? Because it's no one. The only person you got is solo, cause solo pinned John Cena. And he's in the same fan. Like that's it. You're putting all your chips on solo, which is fine.
1: I'm here to let you know. I don't I don't think Roman Reigns loses the belt in twenty twenty four.
0: I don't think so either, but we have to at least keep the illusion that he could. Or you don't, uh, then it's not fun. Like the past year, like Cody's been in the shadows. Solo's been climbing the ladder. Jay had that moment in the sun. Sammy had. Well, Sammy was never going to win. Yeah, but there, there's always been like some sort of realistic threat on the horizon. I will tell the- you
1: that if. If by chance we get Seth versus CM Punk at WrestleMania and Cody versus Roman, I don't think that's as fun as The Rock versus Roman and Cody. Oh versus no, Seth I, versus I agree. CM Punk. So that's all.
0: One hundred percent agree.
1: Um, speaking of people who who will want to smoke, Cat Williams wants to smoke with everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, he and Shannon Sharp maybe had the most viral interview of the year so far where Cat Williams basically said he's had enough of the lies from Cedric the Entertainer, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, and a number of other people. Cat Williams is done with the lies. Danny, what were your thoughts, and is this a big deal or no deal, Cat Williams coming to the forefront with this information?
0: Uh, It's kind of a big deal. It's hilarious. I will say it's funny that Cat Williams – was saying everyone was a liar while he at the same time was out here telling the big some of the biggest lies I've ever heard. That man said he read 3,000 books a year. Do you know how many books that is a
1: week? Listen, I did the math. Go ahead, that's
0: 57 books a week.
1: Maybe he got time. He said he always on the road, too. No, that's my man said he ran a 4440. That's and now, and I believe that books.
0: Hold oh, no. on, so 3,000 divided by 12. I'm sorry, that's 250 books a month.
1: Oh, divide that by 12, uh, divide 250 by four weeks.
0: That's 62 and a half books a week.
1: Hey, that's like three books a day.
0: Divide that by seven, that's nine books a day. And he y'all, said they were not fiction. They were.
1: Let me tell y'all something. If y'all think math is one of my better subjects, no, it is not
0: same here, I suck it, man. listen
1: cat Williams this is all I'm gonna say anytime someone starts uh an interview off with you have a strange allegiance to losers and I'm surprised by you
0: hilarious that was a bar
1: that I mean yeah, listen cat just basically the summary of cat's rant was yo some of y'all really not even comedians like that. you shouldn't be speaking on comedy because some of y'all really not funny. And then I yes. thought about that, and I was like, well, how is this different than when rappers say, yo, some of y'all can't rap?
0: It's not different. And in in that respect, I agree with him, because a lot of people he called out, they are not funny. I've never they laughed at anything Kevin Hart
1: has ever said. They are not. But on the flip side, Cat Williams, this is what I would say. When they tell you, yeah, I'm not funny, but I make XYZ millions, you got to eat that. You got to eat that. He said he's not rich in monetarily, he's rich in spirit, and that everything that he wants, he has. Yeah, that's what and broke everything. people say. I well, say that all the time. But he's not broke though. You know, I mean, in
0: and, and compared to the people he was hating on, yeah, he broke in their eyes.
1: Yeah, but he also said, but mm. which is great
0: because I feel like I'm if rich you can, If you too, could but... buy
1: everything that you wanted, and yep. then you still had a lot excess left over, you just weren't rich as dude who has Fifteen x of what you make. I don't think that's an indictment on you.
0: That's fair. I I I like to think that in the same realm as Cat Williams. What
1: do you think, Diddy? How do you think Diddy looks? You think Diddy be like feels offended when Jeff Bezos calls him broke? It's like yo bro like bro, I I made like yo if I'm yo yo Jeff Bezos. I found Biggie. You made Amazon. This is what are we talking about here?
0: Oh, and Diddy really came from nothing. Jeff got a loan from his parents, right?
1: See? That's all I'm saying.
0: Diddy trying to uh, go to jail.
1: Now, I'm glad Bam brought this up because uh, Cat Williams said Ludacris was with him in that that potential uh, uh, Illuminati interest meeting, and next thing you know, Luda was in all these Fast and Furious movies, and then Luda responded with a freestyle. So Bam said, Luda wrote a poem to a comedian. I said the same thing. I said, bro, you- really."
0: Rap- I yeah. thought that their freestyle was dope, except the uh, ludanami. Take that out. That was whack.
1: I was sitting there like, wait a minute, hold on. So but that's how he—he's not a comedian, a, though. I I was like, yo. So instead of clowning a comedian, you came back with bars, like. But that's I'm not, not that's not
0: there. his strength though. That's not Luda's strength. If you nah, if he you good, Tyrese on Fast and Furious. if you if you good in the paint, like you don't you want Shaq to go shoot threes, or you want Shaq to dunk on somebody.
1: He got a few three attempts though.
0: No. You Want Shaq to dunk on somebody. If you're not a stand-up comedian, you don't come at a comedian with jokes. You come with your with what you your still game.
1: gotta come with something. You hit up another comedian, like yo, brother. Come on, give me some material.
0: No, nah, he don't he
1: can't go, he
0: can't go round for round jokes with cat. Cat will roast that man to kingdom come, but oh, he can't man. rap. You gotta stick to what you know. Cause if he had came out with some jokes, he'd really be catching it right now. He'd be catching it from us and cat.
1: whoa pause oh i'm sorry freak ass boy uh (laughs) listen one thing that we do know though winning fantasy football championships is not easy
0: no it's not last
1: year i won my biggest league and felt like i was hot shit as a manager and decided to add three more leagues this year Mm some of my best teams I've ever drafted across fantasy didn't make the playoffs this year because I just had too much depth but I did manage to win one fantasy football championship this this year that was able to pay for a night of drinks at Disney World on New Year's night for me and my girl
0: congratulations I won one league this year myself and it was the only league but there was no money involved. It was just some old co-workers. We play every year as a way to keep in touch. But I dominated, whistle to whistle.
1: I would have asked everyone to at least send me a dollar. <laughs> Y'all paying for something.
0: What's good about this league is, like I usually, it's it was 12, now it's 10. I usually float around the bottom, because I don't pay attention to that league, because again, there's no money in it. I usually draft, set the lineup, and kind of forget it. Last year, I finished third. And I finally won the league. So I feel good nice, but there was no money.
1: Yep. I guess it's uh next year I've decided I'm cutting my league count down, I think probably to five or six. I have to determine. I just won I just won this one league that I was thinking about leaving, so I'm thinking I might have to come back and defend my title, which then would be You should.
0: Go. You have to, you have to defend. And while protect. we're on while we're on fantasy, I know we're about to shift to Dynasty, Achilles. I know you can hear me. You know what to do.
1: What does he know to do?
0: He knows. Akili, I know you lurking somewhere in this chat.
1: But what does he know to do, though? He knows. What are you trying to trade him for, A.J. Brown? Akili. <laughs> you know what to do, Akili. You've been I trying to trade hear me. A.J. Brown for years. <laughs> That brother ain't going nowhere. Akili, Akili, remember what he what he said when you came in here cussing up a storm.
0: Akili came in here dropping slurs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listen, all I'm gonna say is this, Bam. I didn't send you a bad trade the other night. Let me send you this trade. I sent Bam, and I when he when he denied it, I was like, "What?" I was actually surprised because I. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you. I was like,
1: yo, this isn't a bad trade. So I was going to send Bam, Romeo Dubs, Jerome Ford, Cole Komet in 301. And I was going to get Jahad Dotson, Dentavious Wicks in 210.
0: He said, that's garbage. Bam has one tight end on his roster. I was like, hey, dog, let's get you some death. He said, now I'm picking up on the waiver wire.
1: What? Bro, Bro, I offered him Cole Komet. Romeo Dubs and Jerome Ford and the first pick of the third round. He was going to move back one draft pick. He said nah. To get three players. And then you
0: talk shit about Michigan. That's why he didn't want to do business with you.
1: No, I you did not. I was like, "Yo, no, this wasn't a bad trade. That was just Bam being silly." Which next week we're going to have to talk we're going to have to talk about not and dynasty league people putting emotions before like decent draft I mean de- decent offers because that was not a bad offer. I, I gave you two running backs, including a young one, a young tight end, and all you had to do was move back a draft pick. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was
0: looking at. Um, okay. Ford is a fraud. All right. I didn't realize the little the, the little treasure chest I had built up over the year.
1: What do you mean? We can do some damage. We talking about with your team or your draft picks?
0: Draft picks the team, like just the team overall. Team overall is okay, but the draft picks, I have 101, 201, 204, 209, 310, a first next year, two seconds next year, three-thirds next year. Turn it into Danny Ainge.
1: Yeah, but you ain't doing shit with these with these picks. You don't think so. you doing about as doing about as much as Bam is doing right now. Bam, I'm... That's crazy. <sighs>
0: Why? 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 You can talk shit to Bam, but why are you talking shit to me? Yeah, I've won right. this league. I've yeah. touched the mountaintop.
1: Yeah, here we go. And pause. And what? Pause. Touch the mountaintop? That ain't no. Yeah, no, that's that's not that's... unpause me.
0: Play me. That is, that is not a pause.
1: What about Dalton Kincaid? not we can talk about Dalton
0: Kincaid. Listen, nah, we
1: not talk- I'm not. I'm not moving. No one else. After after the Bam, the Bam trade rejection, I was like, "Yo, this league is hilarious." Because how do y'all evaluate talent?
0: <laughs> the only
1: I ain't I, making no, a trade no, until Achilles come talk to me. No, serious question, Danny. Do you not? Do you not wonder in this league how do some of y'all evaluate talent?
0: <laughs> sometimes, but then again, I've made some trades in this league that have been questionable too. So I sometimes I just be quiet.
1: Oh, man. Bam, I'm going to be I laughing. I like about I got that better at That was not a bad trade offer. Bam, Nick Chubb tore his ACL and MCL. You think he just going to – all right. And you Dog. think after Jerome Ford's year this year, they just – you think out of him, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Kareem Hunt, they going to cut Jerome Ford
0: Bam the one, said- the, the
1: first year back? That- oh, man. Bam, don't Bam hit me said up. said he a
0: frog. He said you're a frog. Don't
1: hit me up either.
0: Achilles. Come on now.
1: Even right now, he faces very little competition to be the backup role, even in the return of Nick Chubb. Is that not hilarious? Bam. Mark my word. I'm going to keep Jerome for my- Jerome Ford on my roster. Bam. Mark my words. You are going to regret not trading for Jerome Ford. But if you are interested in Romeo Dubs, he is very much available. Bam, and we can talk about it. But if Romeo Dubs is the only person you're interested in, Bam, I'm gonna let you know right now while you're here. I'm. I mean, really, Bam. The only person I want is Dontavious Dontavian Wicks. And if you're not trying to give up Dontavian Wicks, then 210. I would give you, I, I would give you Romeo Dubs for 210.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, oh, we gonna get is Ramon J Stevenson on the block?
1: Nah, all right. nah.
0: I was gonna send you an offer the other day, but I figured I'd ask you first if I go through all that.
1: Now I have Ramondre Stevenson. I have a few players across both fantasy leagues, both dynasty leagues, including Romeo Dubs and Ramondre Stevenson. I'm like, I might hold on to. All right, Pam
0: said, don't sell me back up and say he's almost a starter.
1: So here's my thing, Bam. So what Bam is telling me is that Nick Chubb, after three major knee surgeries, is just going to be the Browns are going to continue. Okay, okay, that's Bam.
0: exactly what he's saying.
1: Okay. All right. Okay, bam.
0: Bam. This is exactly what he's saying.
1: You know, because you know where I'm going, right? Yep. Like, how many knee how many more knees do you think Nick Chubb got? I'm trading Wicks for oh my god. Yo, this guy. Yo, this guy.
0: <laughs> now, now now I think he's just trolling
1: you. Yeah, Yo, okay, bam. Bye. Bye. Danny. I guarantee you he was gonna because he's going to look back on that trade-off for maybe about a year and say, I probably should have took you that deal. Okay. Okay. And he didn't want – Danny, I was going to give him Romeo Dubs, Jerome Ford, and Cole Komet and and take his second-round pick. And all I he was mean, and he was going to get your third-round pick, which is 301. There are only 10 teams in the league. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty nice
0: – sweet. and he gets the tight end depth that he needs, that he doesn't realize he needs yet.
1: It's okay. Bam, that offer's gone too, by the way. You shitted on it twice. I was hoping, bam, that we could have a, a change of heart here, but now you <laughs> you're doubling the fuck down on it. Okay. You get well, you got yo, it.
0: And, and Bam's defense, y'all been shitting on Michigan all day. He probably like, fuck all y'all.
1: Yeah, well, yo, if I knew that stealing signs could get you a national championship, I'd probably tell my team to do it more often too. <laughs> Danny, let the fine people know where to find you, brother.
0: Y'all can find me at DannyOcean41. This, this has got to be one of my favorite episodes ever. This was great. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, speak on pod. Don't forget to speak to us, speak on a pod, 14 at gmail.com. I know football season's wrapping up, fantasy's over, NFL regular season's about to be over. Uh, we're going to do a lot more NBA. WNBA is coming up, free agency starts in six weeks but ask us some questions. This is, this is the time of year where things maybe slow down a little bit more. We will have more time to answer questions to go a little bit more in depth. So again, speak on a pod fourteen at gmail.com with your questions.
1: Yo. So I've been getting a lot of interest in chase Browns. Really? The, the backup running back for the Bengals. Yeah, I know. Um, Apparently, you know, with the Bengals letting Samaj P. Ryan walk, um, Joe and Joe Mixon's a little old. Joe Mixon's a little old, and he might have some disciplinary disciplinary actions for some off field events. A lot of people think Chase Brown could be on the field closer than I assume. I've been getting a lot of a good number of offers from. Him. Kyle sent me a trade offer that was Tony Pollard for Chase Brown and a first. I don't. I've been thinking on it. I don't know. I've also been thinking of trying to trade him for Kendra Miller and potentially um a second round pick.
0: Let me ask you a question.
1: Yeah. What
0: would it take to get Devon A chain back? Nope. That was my biggest mistake this year. I thought nope. it was a flash in the pan.
1: Nope. But you put him on a trade block. Nope. Yeah, I pump faked. Lying ass. T
0: working people find you.
1: The people can find me at D mix. that's L-O-S-D-E-E-M-I-X, across Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Um, I will be, tr- I'll be, I'll be trying to do another live stream on Instagram or something later today. Uh, shout out to everyone who's been uh, following the DJ journey. I did my first solo set on Friday, coincidentally enough, at this spot called the Solo Club out here in Portland. Good little vibe. It was a little bit more R and B than I thought I'd be playing, just because it was a lot of couples and a lot of whites in there, and I didn't want to come with my, you know, my my urban music. Um, yeah. brother, I got I got Devon A. Chain for Mike Evans two thirds. I got for two thirds, Mike Evans and Devon A. Chain. All I do was send Dallas Goddard, James Conner, Sky Moore, and Jonathan Mingo. Yeah, good deal. It's a good deal.
0: Yeah, it was at the time. Harry it.
1: Roseman, Harry Roseman, the GM's over here, ladies and gentlemen. I got to do more. I'm so here's my thing with all these players I have. I think I could maybe afford to trade Chase Brown. I just don't know if I want to because if he turns out to be good. Well,
0: if you want to, if you want to talk about a chain, I got, I got plenty of ammo.
1: No, he's not moving. Tajay Spears and listen. If they're in my current if they're currently in my starting lineup, when you go to look at my team, that means I am not trading them.
0: Okay. Hold on. Let me let me go. Where you Here, oh,
1: Danny. I know this is gonna this is gonna make you laugh. Guess who just sent me a trade? Bam. Yep. Dontavius Dontavious, Don-tavious Wook for Chase Brown. No. 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 No, because I sent you a better deal for Dontavious Wicks, and you didn't want him.
0: Mm, he said go to hell.
1: Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, I got I got one last thing. Listen, sometimes sometimes rap music finds a way to really entertain me. There is a song by hit boy hit boy's dad you know hit boy the producer right yes so hit boy and hit boy's dad just recently got out of prison hit boy's been producing a lot of his music been rapping with him and recently big hit is is hit boy's dad's name put out an album with the game and they got this song called the bang freestyle i want to let everyone know preface hit boy is from la his dad is from la if you know anything about la that is the capital of gang banging so this is this, is, this song is called Bang Freestyle. I just want you to hear some of the lyrics. <laughs> look how they started off. It started off with a Cat Williams skip. A <laughs> L- L- little sample beat. Beat kind of hard. I ain't going to hold you. The beat kind of hard. Listen to these lyrics and tell me if you don't laugh a little bit. So you got to start it off. Look. Look. This is Bang Freestyle. Bang Freestyle. Listen to this. Come on. Talk to me.
0: Hey, for no, the I bang on a I I chose bang when I already I chose bang turn that shit off. <laughs> Listen, cool. it gets
1: better. It gets better Oh, Ben Bang is a baby G. No, hold on, hold on. This last bar is gotta cold. Nah, this is Ooh,
0: Ooh. <coughs> Kendrick, ladies, come save West Coast you, rap, please.
1: You, you cannot tell me hip hop is not hilarious, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Kendrick, oh, please come save please come save hip. Please come save. Oh, I love hip
1: hop. West Coast rap. Please. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. And ladies and gentlemen, if you watch my story, Monday Night Raw last night was very, very fun. And WWE has a a good pyro budget for Cody because they let that shit rock.
0: They let it they and they should.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with us. Thank you so much for sharing your Tuesday evening with us. You could have been anywhere in the world. You just came here to speak on it. From Danny and myself, make sure y'all stay blessed. Y'all continue to speak on it.
0: Peace.